All right. All right. I don't even know about the Are you guys ready? Seriously, I'm. I can't get out. <laughs> We're gonna get you the best lawyer. We'll get you. There's like child locks or something on this door. Let me out. <laughs> There's like Batman and Joker gas coming in here from the bottom. <laughs> that might just be the pizza. Sorry. from mondays.pwop.com it's mondays with your host call franklin call franklin this call is carl franklin. franklin here announcing mondays because <laughs> i don't usually announce this show <laughs> but we're here with a live audience Woo! yeah we're live we're not live but the audience is live and uh, Mondays is produced by Pop Productions, providing professional media and audio services and podcasting services. But not to this show. Not for this show. Online at <laughs> pwop.com. And if you're a professional client looking for podcasting, I'm sorry. This is the wrong show. You should not be listening to this show if you want a professional podcast. I mean, it'll sound good and everything, but... You know, somebody might be offended or something by some of the things we say. I was just going to say, all you suckers out here have got to listen to the other professional <laughs> stuff we do. Jesus Christ, Mark Miller, enough. Sorry, I'm just... He didn't say butt raper, he said cocksucker. <laughs> for once, for hey. once, no butt rape. That's a good yeah. show. Carl, did you check the ages on those Boy Scouts that are in the audience? <laughs> I love Boy Scouts in the audience. Because they're all looking right. pretty shocked right now. <laughs> Well, for those who don't know, we're live in Pop Studios with all four members of Mondays and a studio audience. Wait a minute. What four members? Uh, That'd be you, me, Richard, and Mark. (laughs) I'm sorry. She don't count that high. I wasn't counting me. Sorry. Once she gets past the second nipple, she gets confused. It is. It's very confusing. Actually, technically, Karen is correct. There are only three members. Among the four members. I'm telling you, I know I'm in the jar. Oh, no. He's moving fast. Look out. Three members, but five protuberances. Ah. How have you guys been? Protuberant. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> Well, everybody's here. Be- yeah, there's a hermaphrodite in the crowd. I don't know who. I think he just spoke, because personally... We uh, we were all here because of the pig roast, which was my birthday party and my wife's birthday party, and we had a good time, didn't we? It's also the reason why I'm now a vegetarian. (laughs) Did you say you're a vegisexual? What did you say? Nasty. I only have sex with vegetables. Yeah, nice. That's a long, lonely weekend. No, it was disgusting. You're a vegetarian? What? You're not a vegetarian. (laughs) I am after your pig. There was a head sitting on the table. I found out tonight that pig comes from bacon. Hold on. I want Arthur to come to the microphone for a minute. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come on. Arthur. No, come here. Arthur. Come here. All right. Bend down here so you can get on the microphone here. Tell me what you uh, ate out of the pig. What? I didn't eat anything bad. 
The oh, eyes. The eyes, it said. <laughs> the guy ah, ate the eyes. Nice. He taps me on the shoulder. I turn around. He goes, look. And he's got an eye. And he goes, boop. <laughs> I just threw up a little bit in my mouth. Nice. I just feel bad because somebody else wanted to eat it too. No, listen, nobody else wanted to eat the eye. They're all yours. They're all yours. You are a freak, my friend. No, the, <laughs> Carl, I, I think those caterers you hired, I think they had some issues. Because when they first started cutting, they were hacking right between that pig's legs. No. They were hacking like crazy right down in there. I was like, oh, come on. Well, yes, but all the naughty bits had already been removed. Oh, they had? Yes. It was like a Barbie thing. Anyway, I, I was considering celery, too, at that moment, I think. <laughs> it's like a Barbie. Barbie you pig. <laughs> I said that. You know, Barbie has all her naughty bits removed. It's just nothing. It's like a barbecue pig. <laughs> barbecue. <laughs> barbecue pig. <laughs> Uh, Richard, do you have enough bourbon in there? I have a full then styrofoam cup. Why full. do I have no bourbon in here? Do you want some? Uh, uh, hello? Somebody have get the lady some bourbon. <laughs> With or without ice. I have Coke in here and I need something in it, I think. So, uh, Mr. Miller. Uh, I'm trying to boot my machine right now, Carl. What happened? <laughs> what happened? What did you, you, do? you held a blue screen up to the window yeah, when we were doing the intro. What happened? And my machine blue screened. Yeah. Now, it, what, what operating system are you running? Uh, it doesn't matter. The machine was built by unsupervised children in a garage at Alienware. <laughs> I told you you shouldn't be running Ubuntu. I told you. I told you. Ubuntu. Yeah. Ubuntu. The blue screen of Ubuntu, I think, is what he got. Yeah. Mm. Motherfuckers. <laughs> Karen, Karen, give us an update on your housing project. Yeah. No thanks. I'm all good with that. <laughs> I'm serious. So well, are you living in the house now? Um, I can't really talk about it. <laughs> I'm a little... what, about, what about your little lean-to by the sea? Yeah, my lean-to by the sea um, is no longer my lean-to by the sea. So the, the, sea gypsy, the gypsy Greenwald family has moved on. Oh, first of all, you know, there's probably a lot of people who haven't heard the story. Okay. Karen's house burned down. One year ago today, today. my friends. Today. Woo! Oh. Woo! Happy anniversary. Happy drove, anniversary. I just drove Miller by it, and we realized that literally from my Wait, 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 wait. Let me, can I say this? Yes, you can. We're driving by, and I'm, excuse me, my mouth's got what pizza in it. What are you doing? Are you eating are pizza you eating? on the show? Miller, that's sexy. How unprofessional is that? <laughs> It's greasy I'm, and drippy, too. Ooh. I'm confused. Carl says it's unprofessional, but Karen says it's sexy. <laughs> Hold on. I need another bite. <laughs> I win. I win. So, your mouth Karen, has so you drove by the house. house. We drove by. I go, so this is the one you're rebuilding. <laughs> I go, this is the one you're rebuilding, right? And she goes, yeah. And I go, hey. Is that the fire department right over there? <laughs> it's literally. She's got the fucking fire department like in a my, block away in from my her front house. Yard. Yeah. And yeah. I, I just remember, remember when she was saying how the fire department was like, you know, grilling or asking her questions, you know, did right. she start the fire? Did she, you know, what was she doing? You know, that kind of thing. I was like, I, if I were her, I would be like, what the fuck were you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you smell well, it from was... your downstairs, you bastards? They could have like flicked a cigarette from their front porch and hit mine and ignited uh, the entire thing. Yeah, it's not good. So, so it was a year ago today. It was a year ago today that my life got even more topsy-turvy than normal. And since then, so for those of you, so yeah, my house burned down and I've been moving kind of from place to place thinking like, my house is totally going to be ready next month. My, my house will 
definitely be ready in six months. My house will totally be ready. And it's not, and it's not, and it's not. And really, I'm totally at the end of, of, of it. And, um, so I came, so I just learned we, September 1st was the date. And I just came back from vacation to learn that it's not actually September 1st. It's going to be October 1st. And I'm like, no. And, and my husband's like, no, it is. It's going to be October 1st. And I'm like, no, no, it's not. I don't care. I'm just, I'm moving in. I don't care what's happening, what's going on. I am moving in no matter what. But apparently you need a certificate of occupancy, blah, blah, blah. So then I said, (laughs) so then they said, okay, in the house that you're in now, you have to move out. And again, I said, yeah, no, no, I'm not moving out. (laughs) And they're like, yeah, but we have other rent. I don't care. I'm not moving out. You'll have to evict my ass out of here. And apparently they're going to. So, But that should shake them until October to do that, That's kind of what I was thinking. But apparently that's immoral. Easily. You got six months. Apparently, Good. that's Good. a little immoral. Yeah, that, leaving your house think... is immoral to some degree, too, right? Yeah, exactly. You Having a fucking fire is immoral, yeah. but yet here I am. So it's not really my favorite topic at the moment. And the fire department is 200 feet away from her house, max. I, think, I can't believe it. I think the boys that were on that night should have actually come and rebuilt the house. Don't you think that that's only fair? I don't fair? know, man. Pretty lame. Yeah, it was pretty lame. So you're still at Camp Greenwald? No, I'm not at Camp Greenwald. Camp Greenwald would have been fun. I wouldn't have had to uproot my entire freaking family. Okay, and wait a minute. In. So, so you were at Camp Greenwald just mm-hmm. last month. I was at Camp. Yeah, I'm a gypsy girl, honey. I'm, so where are you? <laughs> where are you guys living? I'm in Noank. I'm I'm in the harbor in Noank. And and here's the thing about the harbor in Noank. I'm literally in the harbor. Like <laughs> I am in the harbor. I am surrounded by boats and. The, the master bathroom, and it's actually kind of a nice house that I'm in for one month. I live in all the best places for like one month. And, um, and the bathtub is in this huge glass room in the harbor. I feel like, like I take a bath every night with the entire harbor. It's kind of weird, actually. I've read about this, actually. <laughs> and that's how my hustler letter begins. Yeah. <laughs> but, You're not going to believe this. <laughs> I thought this only happened with made-up stories. <laughs> but yet, here I was. No, it's too, it's like, like a bathtub and you feel like, you know, you're right in the middle of all of these boats and yet you're taking a bath. So that's actually the only good part of my month. Mm. <laughs> Everything else pretty much sucks. How about so, you, Richard? What's new? Well, you know, came all the way to the East Coast to come and visit you and uh, hung around in New York for a little while. And the daughter turned 16. Wow. So I've been, I've been practicing a line a friend of ours, Pat Hine, taught me. He says, every time you meet the new boyfriend, you go up and you look him square in the eye and you go, you know, my daughter means the world to me. And I wouldn't hesitate to go back to jail for her. Oh. oh, that's what Troy was trying to tell me. Exactly. It got a little muddled. See what I'm saying? Miller's like, oh, thank God. Troy, I must have been drunk. I met Karen's husband. Oh, yeah. He comes over, he shakes my hand, he goes, you don't know who I am. <laughs> and I go, why? No, you're not letting go of my hand. <laughs> uh, can we call security? He goes, I am security. <laughs> He goes, I'm Troy, and I'm going to be there tonight, so you better not say anything about my wife, or I'll kill you. I'm Sicilian. I'm not afraid to kill. Then he oh, starts talking about, Jim. you're the He's one with... not Sicilian. I, I just saved Jim from trichinosis. Jim, that pizza's been there for two days. That pizza over there on the other table 
It's actually That's the fresh pizza. Pig eyeballs. His mouth is still open. He's walking to the garbage can. <laughs> no, no, no. That uh, trigonosis pizza, we're saving that for someone special. <laughs> yeah. The, Don't eat I, that. I knew I should have thrown that away. When the federal marshals break in, we'll be like, anybody hungry for pizza? And the thing that's funny, Karen, is Troy isn't even here. What happened? Know, I don't know where out? he is. No, I think he got scared of Miller because Miller Miller told him he's a black belt in karate. And so <laughs> Troy went whimpering off with his tail between his legs. I don't think so. No, no, no. I was like, seriously, I was like, oh, shit, he's going to kick my ass. So first I was asking Carl, how, how strong are those locks on the, the boots? <laughs> not very strong. And then second of all, I was like, well, I'm not going to just throw out any old crap joke tonight that's, you know. Uh, I'm not going to joke it Talk about having sex be, with Karen. It's going to be really fucking funny before I risk my life on a, on a joke about Karen and, you know, saying something nasty. So anyway. All right. Well, let's get started with the bits. So I'll kick it off with things I've learned this week. By the way, happy birthday, Carl. Thank you. Happy birthday, baby. Thank you. Things I've learned this week. I've learned that I was just not cut out for yard work. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Got it. Look at me. (laughs) I've learned that the sting of a blue hornet is much more painful than that of a paper wasp. Much more. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hornet, hornet, yeah. yeah. I know. I learned that. I've learned that Connecticut is home to a rare species of blue hornet that is not the least bit affected by raid wasp and hornet killer. No, raid. In fact, it loves the stuff. <laughs> Likes to drink it. Yummy. I've learned that my local Home Depot does not let customers return an empty can of raid wasp and hornet killer. Even if the customer is covered head to toe in blue hornet welts. <laughs> Those suckers at Home Depot. I can't head believe to that toe. shit. Makes you wonder. Oh, so much for that sponsorship. Yeah. <laughs> They're uh, out. I've learned that I've learned that Bernie Parkinson, the manager at the Waterford Home Depot, who lives at 48 Denison Drive in Waterford, Connecticut, 06385, has a very nice mailbox, big enough to contain a blue hornet hive. It's one of those oversized mailboxes. Mm. Yeah. I think you can get them at Home Depot. It's good for when you go away. Yeah. (laughs) I've learned... That the obituary editor of the New London Day gets Home Depot confused with Lowe's hardware. Oh. Uh-oh. Carl. Hmm. You know, it's a common mistake. Carl. Fucking cocksuckers at Lowe's. <laughs> there goes that sponsorship. Damn it. What about True Value? Can we alienate them too? <laughs> shh, shh. The ass rapers in true value. <laughs> <laughs> it's worse than cops. I've suckers. learned that Beverly Parkinson, the new manager at the Waterford Home Depot, has unexpectedly decided to change the store's return policy regarding raid wasp and hornet killer. Uh, oh, that's good. And that's what I've learned. Way to this go, week. Beverly! Woo-hoo! Rock on, my sister. Oh yeah. That's what I've learned this week. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> 
Wow, you know, it's much funnier with an audience. Don't you think? <laughs> everything is. Everything is. Doesn't matter what you do. You bet, baby. All right, now, you know, Karen, you ready? Yeah, but you, you know what I wanted to tell you beforehand? Yeah. I actually told the boys this on the way here, but I just thought I needed to share this with you all, okay. really. So I have a word up for um, acceptance in the Urban Dictionary, you know. Do you look things All right. up? Right. So maybe it's being accepted or maybe it's not. But while I was perusing the site, I realized... This I'm, is protuberant, right? Is that the word? <laughs> no, 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 nothing to do with protuberations, but only with perusing. So I'm, I'm going around with my two sisters and we're, we're looking at all these words on, on Urban Dictionary. And of course, we're, we're like drawn to the more risque ones. But... Here's what Tony a uh, Tony Danza. You know, means. there's porn. There's real porn on the internet. <laughs> Mark, don't be disgusting. You don't have to do the dictionary thing anymore. I like to use my imagination. So we're going. We're reading all these things, right? And all three of us are crowded around the computer screen, and we're reading this, and it says like the Tony Danza, and it's it's when you're engaging in sex, and the person who's behind you, you know, shouts out, "Who's the boss? Who's the boss?" <laughs> Which is great and really funny, but wait, it goes on and then it goes on to say, and then when they when you turn around to to say like, huh? <laughs> he smacks you in the face and oh. like it gets really dark and, and my sisters and I are all reading this and we're like, who's the boss? Ha ha ha! And then we all back away and we're like, <laughs> it was so freaking disturbing. I can't. Would you smack somebody in the face? And then you like. <laughs> Like oh, such a it, got, it got so much darker, Miller. I'll have to tell you at another uh, time. But it was dark. It is dark out there in Tony let's, Danza world. Let's stop at step one, okay? <laughs> but I can tell you, it was. I wish that I had. That kind of reminds me of the Walt Disney move. Which is? What's well, it that? starts out real funny and then it gets really dark later on. It's just, you know, sorry, you can edit that whole attempt <laughs> at a joke. <laughs> Mark, that was the dumbest joke you've ever said. Wait, I have to tell you, hands down. I, I have to tell you a real story. You just said sounded crickets. This is a true story. We're we're outside and we're hearing this cricket, 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 cricket. My daughter says someone must be boring. <laughs> and did she look at you suspiciously? She goes, I Daddy? hear crickets. Someone is boring. <laughs> oh. All right, Daddy. Karen, you All right. ready to roll? I'm I'm always ready to roll. All right, Franklin. now it's time for girl, 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 girl. Karen, those look like professional dance moves to me. Girl. Ooh. Here's Karen. Uh oh, I think oh. they were professional dance moves. She's not able to speak. <laughs> I was waiting for the puppy chulo. Yeah, where's my puppy chulo? Oh, we'll splice it in well, later. Actually, <laughs> thanks for the splice. Ooh. Well. Today, boys, I just have a few tidbits in the news that I wanted to comment on. I'm sorry, you say tidbits? No, I didn't. And I didn't say protuberance, just in case you're about to jump in there, Miller. (laughs) Did you say protuberance? No, no, nothing for two bits. Isn't that a Wrigley's gum? (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry. Uh, Yes, you are. Everybody else jumped in. I figured, what the hell? Pig pile on Karen. (laughs) (laughs) Woohoo! Okay. I don't even know what I'm telling you. Oh, yes, I do. So a couple of weeks ago in the news, here's what I really wanted to tell you about. There was a story that came out of Germany, and many of you may have heard this story, where a bus driver actually stopped his bus to tell a woman who was riding on the bus that she was too sexy in her low-cut cleavage-revealing dress, and she had to move her seat and... 
Or he would not be able to drive the bus. I, I saw this. I Did saw, you see this? Yeah. You're too what sexy you, for this bus. You're too sexy <laughs> for this bus. Bus, bus, get to the back. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't want her off the bus. He said he had to move out of her sight line, right? Like out of the mirror. Yeah, view. you have to move you out of my sight line. You try a big carpool. <laughs> or maybe the tram. The or tram, maybe you could walk. Tram. Just walk. So she, but you're she, too sexy for this bus. <laughs> So that's the essence of what he said. Pretty much. Right. And she was like, she was talking to the person. She's like, oh, I was humiliated. And I'm thinking, honey, you left the house in the dress. And you brought Desired your, of that. You, you brought, brought your, your boobs, boobs with you. You brought your protuberances right out there for all of Berlin to see. How are you surprised by this? But what I was really surprised by is this bus driver. Really? Yeah. Are, you, are you that surprised? Because honestly, they don't talk or anything. They don't even dance. Miller, Miller, yes, look but up. They jiggle. They don't walk. They don't talk, Miller. Eyes up on me. What? <laughs> look at my face, baby. They don't talk. Karen, you came out with those. How am I supposed to not look at them? I'm humiliated. You came out in that dress. You, you're too sexy for this booth. <laughs> Too sexy for this booth. No, here's the thing. If you can't even do your job, I have to tell you, they're everywhere. Boobs are everywhere. In fact, it's a two-to-one ratio. For every guy looking at them, there are two boobs out there. It can't be that distracting. So that's out of Germany. Another little thing wait, I want to... Wait, wait, I just want to... I don't know. I want to say shame on the bus driver. He should have been more professional, focused on his job, ordered everybody else off the bus, and gone off-roading for about two hours <laughs> to get the rearview mirror properly adjusted. <laughs> If he had focus, he would have done that. Absolutely. He was clearly not so bright. Well, can I throw in just a quick booby story right in the middle Mark, of this? Mark, I okay? always want you to throw in a quick booby story so, right in the middle of this. So my, my wife and my daughter are out shopping, and they're looking in the lingerie department, and uh, the the bras are hanging you know, on the little carousel, and there's two levels of them. There's like you know, underneath and above, there's bras everywhere. Bras everywhere. <laughs> my, my daughter, the same one who pointed out that it must be boring when we hear the crickets, said... <laughs> I feel like we're in a booby forest. <laughs> oh, that's hysterical. Actually, one time when my boy was much smaller and I had him in the bra department, he came up to me with a package of a nurse with a nursing bra and he's like, Mommy, they're trying to sell this bra and it's got holes in it. <laughs> oh, booby Shame forest. on them. Okay. Shame on the suckers at whatever store that no. was that you were at. Suckers of Sears <laughs> and, and JC Penny and Kmart and I don't know what else. Who else can we alienate? Franklin, can you stand this kind of legal heat? Macy's, the bastards, sucking legal profession. Sucking <laughs> <laughs> lawyers oh, yeah, let's and the judges. Lawyers. That's a good one, Mark. Sucking judges. Sucking court system. That sucking anal rape court you know, system. Sucking security guard. That's the only guy who's going to get Rufus off of your ass. You know, they're totally going to play this tape at my trial. You know oh, yeah. that. Oh, let's not forget the TSA. Oh, no. No. Uh, stealing assholes. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Oh, it reminds me. Another thing happened to me on that regard, but I'll let Karen finish. Sorry, Karen. I'm just like blabbing. Yeah, no. finish up, Karen. Oh, all right. So uh, in other news out of Fargo, North Dakota, oh. a couple, Chandra, age 20, and Nathan, age 24, 
were arrested and fined for having sex in public, and Nathan was wearing a kilt and apparently exposed himself and was additionally fined. Now, there's a couple of things about this story. Thank God he was fined for、me. the kilt. That's all I have. <laughs> well, here's the thing. First of all, if your name is Chandra. You're gonna get cut for something sexual. Is that the guy's?、Oh. Is that the guy's name? The no, guy? that's the girl's. Okay,、name. good. That's、all、the、right. girl's name. But here's the other thing. Like we all like to have sex in public. That's fine. I mean, who doesn't like that? But、hey, Troy's not here right now, right? <laughs> Actually, he just walked in. No, he、yeah. didn't. Yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> and then the dynamic changed on Monday. He wasn't here. You just weren't here two seconds. Carl, Carl's pushing the slider up. Is that the lock position? Oh, <laughs> or down? <laughs> He's moving towards the booth, Carl. I need an answer. I need an answer on the、oh, lock. He on knows. He I knows all about it. You, my friend. Grass is grass, Miller. Does, is there some way we can get him out of the studio just for a bit? <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's an eject seat in the bottom. No, all right. All right so anyway, so, so never we, mind. I wasn't going to. Say anything at all? Well, Greenwald knows all about public sex. The fact is, is that everybody likes to have it. But really, what's really wrong with the story is the kilt. I mean, having sex in public <laughs>、yes. is one thing, but degrading traditional. Sacred, you know, testicles with a kilt. Yes. No, not the testicles. No degrading testicles. I'm just talking about traditional dress. Honor it. It's why you don't wear a kimono when you're a stripper. You just honor traditional dress. Am I right? Does that mean you're、right. supposed to wear blue stripes on your face when you have sex with a kilt in public?、Um, Shout freedom! They never did our like, freedom. There's eight things wrong with what you just said, Miller. I don't even know where you're going with that. All right, so there's that that came out of North Dakota, North Dakota, and then there's two odd things out of the、uh, out of Asia that I wanted to comment on. <laughs> President Bush is from Asia. I'm、uh. freaking out. Is Greenwald still in the room? Yes. All right, yes. all right then I'm editing. And,、uh, and Miguel's having a coronary over here. Why? <laughs> He's just passing out laughing. I don't know. <laughs> okay. The blue stripe thing, I think, got him. Okay. Here's the thing, kids. I've heard of a lot of weird stuff coming out of Bangkok. But it's just the name, <laughs> Lawrence. Can we keep that in our file? Of, <laughs> is he coming over again? <laughs> Never mind, Lawrence. We'll lose that one. We'll pick up on the next let, show. Let it, let it slide, let baby. No, here's the weirdest thing I've ever heard come out of Thailand. They are now insisting that the police officers in Thailand who break rules, like I don't know, parking violations, coming in late, minor rules, instead of having some kind of Repercussion or paying a fine are forced to wear Hello Kitty armbands. Yeah, isn't, isn't this awesome? With USB connections? No, I'm just kidding. Not with a USB connection. But isn't that the most bizarre thing? Oh my God, Troy's knocking on Miller's booth. Troy's knocking on my booth right now. Oh my God, he's just waving, wants me to know he's, he's right there. <laughs> Troy, you look good, man. You look like you've been working out, man. Yeah, you look good. Did you know? Do you, I don't know if you know this. The new London Gold's Gym is open late, <laughs> dude. Yeah, oh, it is. You can go now. He doesn't. He doesn't need to.、Uh, he doesn't need to work out. He's not afraid to fight dirty. He'll pick a, up a chair and bust it over your freaking head. I think there's a meeting of the ex mafia support group going on downstairs. <laughs> and they probably have great food. You might want to go down there. 
All right. All right. I'm just going to cross Is he off. on top of the booth? I heard some crawling. <laughs> I think he's drilling through the window. All right. I'm just going to cross out these last four elements on my paper. And I think that's it for girl. All right. All girl. right. Girl. 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 I wonder this, if I have anything bad in my bit that I'm going to read that I really have two weeks ago. I have no idea what I'm going to say. Read ahead. All right, Milla, you ready? I need to do a search for Karen first. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now it's time for people dumber than me. This is where Mr. Miller finds all the people making the news that are dumber than him, and he figures if they're dumber than him, they're probably also dumber than you, and will therefore make you feel a little bit better about yourself. Mr. Miller. Thank you, Carl. Tonight... It's Pomona Grindhouse. Ooh. All right, Carl. Now it's time for the Dumber Than Me lightning round. That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's when Dumber Than Me contestants compete in a battle dance of wits to find out who takes home the coveted Dumber Than Me trophy for show 71. 72, I think. I think, I think it's 70. I think it's 80. <laughs> Whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, all right. I'm Let's sorry, just I round lost. it up to 75. And I, I lost. Uh, what are you doing with your boobs? <laughs> Karen, you can't do that now. <laughs> Stop that. Keep that on. <laughs> okay, it looks like he's gone. You can keep that door. You're funny. You're funny. Carl's <laughs> like, I'm not in a booth. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. In this corner, we have, oops, wrong number. Tag team of Paul Black and Ryan Lance, two dudes from California who needed a drug fix fast. So they okay. stopped by their local pack a bag convenience store. Notice, Carl, I didn't say suckers at pack a bag because I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to maintain a little bit so we can get a fucking sponsor for the oh, yeah. show. Yeah, thank pack you. Thank you. We've alienated Home Depot and Lowe's, but pack a bag is going to be our savior. <laughs> Thanks, Miller. Yeah, pack a bag. Yeah, you really did it for us there. Hold on, I need to practice. You're- Who's the boss? <laughs> <laughs> Just checking out my my window, seeing if anybody's out there is going to check my ass. Miller, I just want you to know that in in my world, in my world, nothing is ever my fault. According to my husband, it's always people who influence me. Right, Franklin? I would stay out of this one. All right, so they stopped by their local pack-a-bag convenience store, stepped up to a payphone, and attempted to contact their dealer. You see, kids... What I told you about doing drugs, (laughs) continued use of controlled substance can only lead to two inevitable things. First is goat f***ing. (laughs) For the sake of the show's host, I won't mention any names. I'm not going to get into this topic right now. Let me just say that if you do own goats... And your neighbor is Carl Franklin. <laughs> then please, for the love of God. And goats. And the love of little goats. Keep the little cud-chewing quadrupeds locked up at night. Trust me, they'll thank you in the morning. But Can we the- get off of this bad humor? Oh, please. But the second thing, and this is important, kids is that drug abuse can only lead to a cellless existence. But cellless? Don't, don't you mean soulless, that illegal drug use robs the body of its very essence? No, Carl. Actually, I meant cellless. And hold on a fucking second. There's somebody between the booths. <laughs> 
What the hell is going on? Do you try that solid plexiglass? I can't touch her. Four layers of it. We are so hermetically sealed. Will you stop doing that with your boobs? Your husband is right here. He's got the door open. This is like a, a twilight zone. I'm gonna die. I, I feel like I should have resolved issues with my mom. It's all over. Pizza? Yeah, you can have my pizza. What the? I just lost. We lost fucking power. What the hell? I totally. Troy's been like raping me for food all night. He was talking to me before he was eating all my bacon, pork chop, whatever. He's like, you, you, this is good food on your plate. I'm like, just don't kill me. <laughs> Karen keeps jiggling her fucking boobs. Will you stop that? Like major mind here. So I I keep thinking, is Troy going to kill me if I lick the plexiglass between us? It's only plexiglass, Troy. It's only plexiglass. You gave him pizza. He's good for another five minutes. Is he gone? Yeah. Yeah, just feed him. Just feed him. That's how I live. Just feed him. (laughs) So anyway... As I was saying, Carl, I meant cellless. I'm talking about the humiliation of stopping by your local pack-a-bag just to use the payphone. Oh, cellless. Kids, trust me. You do not want to be seen fumbling for coins at your local pack-a-bag. It's time to get help now. At any rate, Mr. Black and Mr. Lance picked up the phone, tossed in a coin, and proceeded to page their dealer, sending an urgent 911 code, which, as you know, Carl, means bring on the dope fast in drug dealer talk. Right. Okay. Then they hang up the phone. As you know, Carl. Yeah, I know that. Then they hang up the phone and wait. Meanwhile, the operators over at 911 Emergency Response (laughs) receive the call. <laughs> you see, apparently, Carl, in their haste to get their fix, they forgot to dial that all important first part. <laughs> that would be the dealer's phone number. <laughs> That's Uh-oh. right, Carl. They picked up the phone, dialed 911, and then hung up. Nice. <laughs> and waited for their dope to show up. Operators traced the call and sent a patrol car to the scene. <laughs> The responding officers arrive and see our two dope heads standing next to the payphone. The officers decide to play cool and run the plates on the car that's next to our two phone-dialing dialogue geniuses. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, Mr. Black and Mr. Lance notice the coppers have arrived. They, too, decide to play it cool. We'll just hang out here with the cops and wait for our dealer to show up. Yeah, I like yeah. that plan. What could go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> then we'll just play it by ear from there. <laughs> back in the police car, the report on the plates comes back. And guess what, kids? The car is stolen. No! <gasps> Cops move in. Say it isn't so. Dun, dun, dun. Cops move in to arrest, finding drug paraphernalia, 
a set of burglary tools, and a shaved ignition key, which, I suppose, is a hell of a lot better than a bearded ignition key. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that is just going to get all scratchy in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Pomona Police Sergeant Michael Olivieri said, quote, they admitted they were in a hurry for dope and must have made an error in dialing. You think? <laughs> <laughs> so, Mr. Bland, Mr. Lance, you payphone-loving, pack-a-bag, loitering idiots. <laughs> Your master plan. Brilliant. Oh, look, the cops. Let's stay here with our stolen car so we can find out who's going to get arrested. <laughs> you, sirs, are dumber than me. Yes, yes you, you are. are. Yeah. Yeah, you can clap. Woo. Yes, sir. In the other corner, we have a heartwarming tale of a man fighting all odds to overcome personal hardship. 48-year-old Gregory Williams, who also happens to be from Pomona. Oh. And his unidentified hmm. accomplice have been accused of using a pickup truck and a chain to yank a 1,500-pound... Uh, Wait uh, a second. Let me convert that weight to something our Canadian and European listeners feel a little more comfortable with. <laughs> 1,500 pounds is roughly equivalent... To 106 spider monkeys. <laughs> That's about the same as 1.3 right whale testicles. <laughs> or 1.2 left whale testicles. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Is the plural of testicles testicles? Or is it testes? Testicli. Or is it tes <laughs> testistocles? No, wait. Hold he, on, hold he's on. He's the god of being kicked in the nuts. No, it's Hey, Karen. The ancient yeah? Karen, maybe you can help me out here. Wasn't Testistocles that ancient Greek philosopher of yam bag despunkification? <laughs> yes, sir. As long as you're not mentioning poop, I'm right there with Is you, Is he Miller. coming by? Is he outside no. my door now? <laughs> hey, piece of advice to the kids. When your crime involves a truck and a chain, you're going to end up on the show. <laughs> Let's keep that in mind for future reference. <laughs> Authorities say Mr. Williams and another man drove up to the Pomona Ranch Market at approximately 3 a.m., smashed a window, wrapped a chain around the ATM, and used the pickup to rip it from the floor. Huh. Yeah, baby! Yeehaw! We ripped a cash machine up from the floor! Yeah, baby! <laughs> I'm sure there aren't any uh, theft deterrents there at the uh, Pomona Ranch Market like... Uh, Oh, I don't know. Say a sound-activated alarm triggered by the broken glass. and <laughs> Oh, say perhaps uh, one or two closed-circuit cameras pointed right at the ATM. Hmm. Sure you guys are fine there. Yeah, yeah, no problems. While attempting to load the cash machine into the truck, five, count them five, Carl, <laughs> City of Pomona police vehicles pull up to the market parking lot, and within moments, a police helicopter from Pomona's Airborne Patrol Service lit up the lot, the truck, and our two chain-toting dumb shits. <laughs> While the pilot no doubt engaged forward-looking infrared cameras on board, just in case the pursuit led to any low-light or no-light situations. Hmm. Hmm. Staring wide-eyed into the onslaught of police vehicles in total disbelief. <laughs> and with the ATM still securely attached to the chain, yet only half-loaded onto the back of the truck, our dynamic doofuses jump in and... <laughs> and proceed to drive to the back of the store in search of another way out. 
<laughs> In their attempts to evade police, Mr. Williams hits a speed bump, and the ATM machine, which was already precariously balanced on the back of the truck, is now in tow. <laughs> Lighting up the night sky with sparks and shards of flying metal. A rather, a rather loud grinding sound. Oh, yeah, and it's gouging a pretty damn clear path in the road. <laughs> Now, kids, you know there's a purpose to this show, and one purpose only, and that's for us to do the math so you don't have to. <laughs> we take this responsibility seriously, kids, and we've done the math, and we've triple-checked the work. The max, let's see, the... Okay, paper ruffling, that's enough. <laughs> Hello, intern! <laughs> the maximum velocity of a 2004 Ford 150 truck running on level ground and pulling a single right whale testicle is, uh... <laughs> I need more ruffling, intern. <laughs> is, okay, that's enough! Can we get some get real employees here, Carl? <laughs> Are you sure you check these numbers? <laughs> yes, sir, Miss Millicent. <laughs> it's about uh, 432 miles per second. Hey, I don't think you checked those numbers. Did you account for friction? <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Carl, next time when we're bringing new interns on board to help with the show, can we exercise some, oh, I don't know, discretion? <laughs> you know, maybe look for someone with qualifications. Sorry, man. Thanks, Carl. In advance. <sighs> let's recap, shall we? Yes. Let's, yeah. let's do that. Okay. Huh. So we've got Tweedledum. And numb nuts. <laughs> Dragging a 1,500-pound ATM machine, still securely attached, pursued by a fleet of brand-new, shiny Pomona City police cars <laughs> and a freshly-fueled helicopter that's equipped with forward-looking infrared and a 30-million-candle night sun spotlight. <laughs> with the operator no doubt alternating its focus between the truck and the wildly-hopping cash machine that's about 20 feet in tow. <laughs> Just to be clear, kids, our heroes are now laying down three separate paths leading directly to their whereabouts. Let's see, the cops could close their eyes and simply follow the grating sound. <laughs> <laughs> or they could follow the bright light from the sparks. And even even Detective Helen Keller could catch these two fucking idiots by following the gouges in the road. <laughs> <laughs> Those boy scouts don't look like they've heard of Helen Keller. <laughs> At this point, the helicopter pilot no doubt said, F this. <laughs> Shut off forward looking infrared and headed off to look for some bad guys that were maybe a little bit more elusive. <laughs> Hey, sp speaking of Helen Keller, Carl, did I mention that this Dumber Than Me is about courage in the face of adversity? <laughs> about overcoming disability with strength? Officers followed the truck into a nearby residential neighborhood. Mr. Williams makes a hard right. 
the ATM swinging wide and heads down a, a dead end street. <laughs> what a plan! <laughs> Avoid the regular roads that permit vehicles to actually go somewhere. <laughs> and instead choose only roads that force you to make slow and awkward U-turns at the end. Brilliant! <laughs> you know what, Carl? I just realized that's the one thing that the dumb will always have on the rest of us. The element of surprise. <laughs> I don't care how many contingencies you've planned for. When the dumb are in control, you will simply never see this shit coming. <laughs> yeah, they know what I'm talking about, Carl. You'll Indeed. be scratching your head till it turns into an ass. <laughs> Scratching your head until it turns into an ass? Did you just say that, Look, 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 all I'm saying is that it's going to be a long day of hiding quietly in the bush before Microsoft Security decides to move on to a different building. What? What? Look, all I'm saying is that Mr. Williams was several gag orders short of an injunction. (laughs) What? Look, all I'm saying is that Mr. Williams was like the Roy Disney of Tory Spellings. What the hell are you talking about? Are you stroking out? What is going on with you? Oh, I can tell you're no doubt stunned by my mastery of all things allegorical. (laughs) (laughs) Surprised, much like an old man Sith Lord discovering a secret Yoda cloning facility on Bespin (laughs) 5. What? <laughs> Sorry, I ran out of oxygen as I said five. Oh That's been five. Okay, Scratching kids. your head until it turns into an ass? I don't get it. I can tell you're intrigued. Now might be a good time to mention my latest money-making scheme. That's going to make me mega rich. Allegory? The Mark Miller School of Metaphor. Uh- <laughs> That's right, kids. Learn how to segue like a... Like a middle-aged man steering with a stick and standing on a two-wheeled machine balanced by gyroscopes. Yeah, They'll be lining up for that. That's a simile, though. That, that's a simile. Not a, a simile is like a metaphor, but shut not, up, it's Franklin. not a metaphor. <laughs> a metaphor is a metaphor. A simile is like a metaphor. Learn how to compare this to that like a... Like a super this and that comparing thing. <laughs> You're the master. Why the boss. Why? You'll be eloquating with sesquipedalian fullness like a... Like a reverb channel stuffed in a train hobo's left shoe. What? What? (laughs) That's right, kids. At the Mark Miller School of Metaphor, I'll pass on important discoveries. Like discoveries Carl doesn't know about. Like how allegory and simile are are for total pussies. (laughs) And how metaphor rules them all like a... Like a... Like an absent-minded dominatrix who's forgotten your safe word. (laughs) Oh, Miller. Oh, Miller. Oh, honey, did somebody forget your safe word? Oh, honey, I'm sorry. I said banana. (laughs) Banana. (laughs) Do you hear me? (laughs) Banana. That's our fucking safe word. Hey, Miller, you know what's not a good safe word? Who's your boss? (laughs) Who's your boss? What do you mean you don't remember? Okay, mistress ass rammer. Let me ask you something. Why in the whole wide fucking world would I be saying banana while you continue to whip my naked ass? 
<laughs> Think about that one. Mm. What a fucking banana. <laughs> Mark, can we get back back to the dumber than me, please? Look, Carl, all I'm saying is that if the kids take my metaphor class, why, why in no time they'll be waxing philosophical like a, like a freshly dipped Aristotle candle. (laughs) Please, please. Like a contemplating hair removal specialist. Mark, (laughs) Mark, the story. All right, fine, Carl. Let's see, where were we? All right, Mr. Williams leads police cars down a dead-end street and stops. Edges of the ATM machine are reportedly visibly glowing from the heat. (laughs) With the truck stopped, Mr. Williams' accomplice turns to Mr. Williams and says, See ya! (laughs) And he runs off into the darkness. (laughs) Mr. Williams decides to make a run for it, too. According to Sergeant E. Vasquez of the Pavona Police, the suspect was, quote, near the vehicle in an attempt to flee from officers. However, he was unsuccessful as his prosthetic leg fell off. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> you're not, you're not. You see, kids, I told you this was a story about one man overcoming personal hardship. (laughs) Mr. Williams was hopping around on one leg like a like a drunk kangaroo at a bear trap testing facility. (laughs) (laughs) The police at this point had to be just staring in wide-eyed amazement. Now, I happen to know, when you are hopping around on one leg, it is very hard to bend over and try and pick up your other leg. (laughs) Now, Carl, Carl, I don't know if this makes me evil or not. It does. But I do know that if I was an arresting officer, I'd spend most of my time ordering Mr. Williams to, quote, spread him. (laughs) Just so I could watch him tip over again and again and again. So, Mr. Williams. Oh, Miller. I think they took one of the Boy Scouts out on a stretcher. So, Mr. Williams, you glass-breaking, chain-wrapping, ATM-dragging, dead-end street-loving, fugitive hopper. I think we have a winner by a knockout, Carl. Yes, it's true. Because you, Mr. Williams, you, sir... I'm dumber than me. Yes, you are. <laughs> oh my God! I need a cigarette. Yes, sir. Whew. Yeah. Too bad I don't smoke anymore. Somebody, somebody, get Carl a cigarette and a washcloth, please. <laughs> Spooge. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Richard, that brings us to you. Time for Richard, the toy boy. This is where Richard Campbell finds the weird, the wild, the wonderful, the stuff for sale on the internet, the toys. Mr. Campbell. All right, kids, let's start off at the beginning at shrinkster.com slash S3N. That's Sierra 3 November. And I'm starting with a little bit of an opaque one this time. It's at the United States Patent Office. As you know, I've been filing a lot of patents lately. It's part of my work. So I've gotten really good at reading these things. And, well, let me just give you a quick recap of the 
I don't know, 50 feet of text that's here. This is actually a patent filed by none other than Samsung. And the short summary is portable device for users, basal body temperature and method for operating the device. What? Users, basal body temperature? Let me tell you what this is. Oh, Bam, B- let's cook that up a notch, man. B-A-S-A-L, I think you mean, right? Yes. This is actually a device you would put into a cell phone to tell you whether or not you're ovulating. No way. Oh, yes. <laughs> this is a feature coming to a cell phone near you. <laughs> so, yeah, coming to a cell phone near you, a feature where when you put your phone up to your ear, it says, you need to get laid now. <laughs> That's cool. I need that. (laughs) (laughs) Honey, we cannot argue with the phone. (laughs) The phone says it's my time. (laughs) Although I would like to point out just how many pages of text it takes to actually get to the point of realizing that's actually what this thing is about. A lot. A lot. A lot. A tremendous number. And how it differs from other ovulation measurement techniques. It's in a cell phone for crying out loud. You know what, Hmm. though? That's kind of a naturally occurring thing. Needing to get laid after using your cell phone? No, needing to. (laughs) No, wait. When you're ovulating, you immediately know that you need to get laid. It's it ha- all happens without the without a cell phone. I wouldn't know. I've never ovulated. Patent the patent was obviously filed by men. Obviously, clearly. Not only that, but Korean men at that. Yeah. Shall we move along? Sure. On the same sort of pseudo sexual theme, shrinkster.com slash s three o. That's Sierra three Oscar. And the bike dispenser. Do you see the sexual theme here? Bike dispenser. Yes. Oh. oh, I'm totally on the wrong page. No, I don't understand <laughs> it at all. I'm totally confused. All I What's see. What's the URL again? I'm Miller, sorry. show S3, me. S3O. S3O. Oh. Okay. As in. Bike dispenser. Oh my God, that bike is coming out of that dispenser. That's weird. So, oh, so you can buy a bike. That's right. It's Dutch. It's a vending machine that dispenses bikes. Nice. <laughs> Is that like for rental or care? to buy? It's like condoms in the ladies' room. <laughs> that looks just like a condom I had on once. <laughs> <laughs> then I think my wife said, you're doing it all wrong. <laughs> We're out in public. This is a bike riding thing we're doing. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. But your cell phone said. <laughs> uh, sorry, time yeah. to buy a bike. My phone told me it was time to hump the bike. I don't know. <laughs> That's kind of fun. I like that. Does it's it really work? I don't know. This is all experimental and it's all in Dutch. So it sounds like an interesting idea. You know, they ride bikes like crazy over there. They are a little bike happy. You've got like to the, love the Dutch. They totally got that bike thing figured out. So if the bike won't do it for you, take a look at shrinkster.com slash S3P. That's Sierra 3 Papa. Digital, digital f- fuel miser. The digital fuel miser. That's right. Monitoring the efficiency of your vehicle through an accelerometer. Accelerate too hard, brake too hard, and it's going to tell you how much you suck. Really? Yeah. I love that they've got one banner ad on this site, and it's for their own stuff. <laughs> Wait, is this for a car? This is for a car. Oh, man, I so don't want that car. Now, now for- I am the world's worst driver. <laughs> this would be like, you suck, I hate so- you, I wish you were never born. <laughs> <laughs> 
Richard, how does it, what does it do? Does it speak to you? Does it? Oh, it has a set of LEDs on it. Oh. And really what it's doing is it's measuring the rate of acceleration and deceleration. So if you mm. gas it too hard or you brake too sharply, or if you say fall off the side of the parking lot and fall three stories and impact on the ground, it's going to tell you you're wasting gas. <laughs> it's going to beep at you. That's it. You're going to be beeped at. Blinky lights. If you're towing an ATM, does it, is it going to have any kind of thing for that? Yeah, there's no accelerometer that'll help you for that. I just want to point out on my my readout here, it shows that I guess I'm the 764th visitor here. If you know, we can really measure the full impact of Mondays, <laughs> and, and if this thing gets to like six, 770, maybe next week. <laughs> yeah, maybe we could be like, you know, we could use that as material to get a sponsor. Then that's we'll right. get a banner ad on the Fuel Miser there site. There you go. Yeah, that's what we need. Oh boy, a yeah, banner ad no, on the Fuel Miser this site. This is awesome. I already figured out their new logo. It's like you know, digital Fuel Miser. We're not. Suckers. <laughs> or ass rapers. <laughs> Miller says we're not ass rapers or suckers. As heard about we're on Miller Mondays. Says. <laughs> Moving right. over to my Japanese oh, collection. Man. Let's take a look at shrinks.com slash S. Is he coming back for that comment? I was talking about the fuel miser, not his wife. <laughs> Sierra 3 Quebec. Of course, I always have to have a Japanese toy. This one took a little while to understand. But it is a frog for 2,600 yen, and the frog's ability is to crush beer cans. Nice. But it'll only do it if you step on it. Is this a real frog? I'm not at the site yet. Well, it's a slow site. No, it's not a real frog, Miller. It's, it's, Miller. Not, it's not a slow site. It's just that there's four people right. visiting it at once. So and that's the more people that have never been to that site. All right. So based on what you said, it's a beer can crusher, but you actually have to step on that's it. That's right. So... But yeah. it's not a real trained frog, though. No. Do you know what else crushes beer cans? Um, stepping on them. Yes. Oh, I yeah. see it now. But now you can step on it with your sock foot. Oh, what's neat oh. about this, this is cool, because this is going to actually crush it straight down all the way, you know, on top of itself. You know, as opposed to kind of sideways or, you know. Real men know how to do that on their forehead. I was just going to say, really? Karen, you oh, know, yeah. you just use your forehead if you're going to crush a beer can. Hey, guys, watch this. Look yeah, at my exactly. frog. Yeah, excuse me, Karen, but I'm going to look pretty foolish with that thing stuck to my forehead, won't I? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that stupid, okay? Miller, if you were a real man, that's what you'd do. You're saying I'd have that duct tape to my forehead? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm Will just you saying, stop Miller? talking to me in that voice? <laughs> I don't want to get an erection when your husband is here. <laughs> oh, yeah, you do. <laughs> All right, one more Japanese story. I did not wear my spandex pants for the show. <laughs> like I normally do. Did I just say that? No. Oh, or think that? All right, sorry. Sorry, Richard. Go ahead, man. Can you guys just distract him so I can run out of the studio? <laughs> He's going to so kick my ass. This, is, this should be called Miller's last show ever. <laughs> we don't know where he is anymore. Somebody jiggle boobs. It distracts them. It's like somebody's holding up a sign that says Troy's outside mixing cement or something like that. <laughs> All right, Richard. All right, moving right along. Staying with that uh, oriental theme, although Ashley's the fine folks at Brando at shrinkster.com slash S3R, Sierra 3 Romeo. And what is this fine, fun-filled device, you might ask? Why, it's the USB stress panic button. (laughs) That's right. It's a button with a cover. The button is red. Oh, and it says panic. It says panic, and it's got a cover on it, so it must be good. I'd be hitting that f***ing thing all the time. I'd rip the <laughs> cover off. First thing I do, take that cover off. Well, what does it do, Richard? It actually has software in it that screws up your machine. 
screws up your machine. Well, what? you got to guarantee that the drivers in this thing are not good. So considering how much fun we're having with USB drivers these days, I would say installing this is a good way to prang your machine. But in theory, <laughs> if it worked, there are three different screens it would pop up. One is an Excel spreadsheet. So Jesus. consider the panic button potential of this. You are surfing porn. Boss comes around, hit panic button, spreadsheet comes up. <laughs> it's that's an old the, theme, though, the panic that, button. And that's where the boss says, hey, we don't own Excel. <laughs> are you concerned about license issues? <laughs> yeah, but your job is artwork. There's two other options here. One is having the screen explode in the simulated explosion. Oh, I think, wait a minute. I think a video has gone off here. There we go. Huh. Go ahead, Richard. And finally, the boss punch-out feature. Uh, and these are all random, whichever one shows up, right? Uh, yeah, or you can configure it, whatever makes you happy. Okay. I think it's just more suiting to the panic theme if you didn't know and you were you know, playing a game and you hit panic hoping for Excel, and then your boss punch-out screen comes up as your boss is behind you. Richard, how much is it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Someone must be boring. <laughs> I don't know who. All right, next one. Hang on, you want me to give me a, how much it is? That's nah, all right. We're sure? not going to buy it. Seventeen dollars. Is anyone man? in this room going to buy that thing? No, sir. Yeah, Wait, but Arthur raised his hand. The guy that eats pig eyeballs. <laughs> so when the pig eyeball fetish site comes up, he can just <laughs> press the panic button. And there you go. What do you and... mean win? It's already up. This is the internet, Karen. <laughs> Everything is there. I could type in pig eyeball fetish. Dot com and I'd be there. <laughs> yes, you can. I uh, think you're on that site, actually. <laughs> Moving right along, shrinkster.com slash S3S Sierra 3 Sierra. And a device. Just... Fart.htm. There you go. Can See, you imagine the, 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 the website guy? I'm going to save this file as fart.htm. Where, where is my life gone? What is this website? This website is the prank place. We've been here before. And this is their fine fart machine oh, number Jesus. two. Jesus. Wait, this is an advanced version. This is number two. Mark, time for an upgrade. So what this is is a remote control fart machine. It's a little Great. box you can place wherever you like, and you have a remote control clicker. When you click it, it makes farting noises. I wonder if they'll they'll upgrade mine. Mine's a little wet from the accident. Yeah. Oh, Miller. Miller. <laughs> Miller, really? Jesus. Honestly, one that show. necessary? One show is what? all I need. But what? I would like to point out that the best thing about the fart machine number two is not the price of nineteen eighty nine, but the fact that if you buy two, they'll give you a third one for free. That's awesome. Because oh. we all need three fart machines. Hey, Christmas presents. Very know? nice. Plus, you get to keep one for yourself. And you can <laughs> give one to your kid. My kids have realized, actually, that if one sits on the other one with their knees into their belly, it's like a fart machine. <laughs> I'm so proud. <laughs> it's my proudest moment as a parent. Hey, hey speaking of kids, uh, listeners, I uh, had the pleasure of meeting... Uh, uh, Karen's son today, and if you recall, he's the guy who <laughs> freaks out on funny people's names. So Karen's like, here's Mark. And I go, oh, yeah, my name is Mark, but you can call me Mr. Walnut Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> he's <Bye>. like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny, I can't even take it. Yeah, there's nothing like reference to testicles and penises all in the same sentence. Yeah, I guess that's almost inappropriate. I apologize for that. I'm going to get arrested, won't I? Oh, probably. It's like, it's, it, you getting arrested is the least of your worries. Greenwald's right outside your booth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got two more toys. I'm going to go with a good and a bad, and we'll do the good first. And the good is at shrinkster.com slash S3T, Sierra 3 Tango. 
from the company StealthComputer.com. Their 350 PCI, which is actually an entire PC in about the same form factor as a five and a quarter inch full height drive. Whoa. What? Wow. So I can put a PC in my PC then. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> How powerful? Uh, it's, yeah, not wildly powerful. Is it a mini ATX board? It's, well, no, it, it's, it's smaller than that, actually. It's more compact than even that, but it does run Pentium M or Celeron. And, huh. uh, yeah, all the regular connectors on it. It's got a CD or a DVD drive in it. So it has everything. It's a full feature PC. It's just, well, really, really small. How much RAM can it hold? Uh, that's it. RAM, uh, up to two gigs. Oh, well, it's not bad. This yeah. looks like about the equivalent, equivalent volume to a laptop, but without the keyboard or display. Without the keyboard and display and in sort of a, you know, box shape instead of something flat. Yeah. Richard, would you consider using these like in a web farm situation or is it really just for like media center kind yeah, of stuff? Yeah, I, I think this is more cute than anything These would else. be good for throwing at people, I think. <laughs> yeah, how much is it? It is a hard aluminum case, so it's going to hurt people. That's... Richard, we got a question. How much is it from one of the Boy Scouts in the audience? <laughs> That's an excellent question. It's, uh, they... it's more than you make, little kid. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to get a job. It uh, depends, of course, on the options, but the base price is $1,100. That's hot. That is one hot toy, Richard. I'm glad you like it, dearie. Lauren Skew. That's our little Skew secret thing for keeping that, you know what? You okay, know what? here we go. And I'm going to end with, well, normally I specify, you know, I'm pretty careful about specifying toys you can actually buy. And this is not a toy you can buy. This is more one you'd have to make. And it's from the guys at the great site at somethingawful.com. And I've got the link here, shrinkster.com slash S3U, Sierra 3 Uniform. And a clear indication of what people with a tractor should not be doing. Because what it is, is a guy who built a 535-foot-long slip and slide. Whoa! Nice! That is a big Whoa. slip and slide. Oh, now that is hot. So that's right. They took a tractor and they plowed down a hill to create a trench, <laughs> lined the whole thing with tarps. Holy shit, this is awesome. <laughs> awesome. Made themselves a waterfall Oh my God, they're, they're going down on airbeds. Yeah, well, you need to because after 535 feet, if you should happen to hit any bare plastic- You're going to chafe. It'll yeah. just- that's nasty itching and chafing. See, I, mean, like, I was talking to Scott Anselman all day today, but you, so what are you going to do when you retire? You'll got nothing to do. Now I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to slip and slide from age 65 on to, until I die, man. Which could be 66 if you hit a tree. Yeah. Speaking of which, it looks like they need to clear a little landing area down near the bottom. They just got trees down there. And, well, and I point out that their landing site, which is about 20 feet long, oh, there it is. is also uh, or 20, filled yeah, with water. over 20 feet and five feet deep. Because you need some deceleration after yeah. 500 yeah. feet. Yeah, except yeah. for they've got those train railroad ties on either side. Yeah, don't hit those. Those that's going to be some, that's going to be a serious Sonny Bono accident there. That'd leave that's a mark. That's worse than a chase. That's going to hurt. <laughs> Yikes! So there you go. It's summertime. You're going to need a band aid. We all need a slip and slide. So we thought I'd go for a big one. That's really awesome. That is awesome. Can we get these guys to be our buddies? <laughs> they could be our new sponsor. Don't say it. Don't don't say it. Yeah, well, it have to be Mondays no, brought to you by... No, don't say it. All right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Slip aside, guys. 
Slip and slide. Uh, Isn't that the slogan for Astroglide? I don't know. I do not know. I am not aware. Boy Scouts like that one, Just one show, Karen. One show without an ass or poo reference would be nice. I'm all about ass, Mark, but I'm done with the poo. No more. One show, Karen. You hear that, Troy? She's accosting me. I am innocent over here. You know what? You bring up poop and I'm bringing up ass. That's all it is. That's all I'm saying. All right, Richard, please, please, please take us away from oh, here. I'm done. That's slip and slide. I can't beat out the slip and slide. Well, it's that's a show. That's a show. Oh, it, my God. It only took us three months. Nice. Three months and how many minutes? Well, a lot of minutes. It was Actually, a long one. It's two months. Hour and a half. I'm going to just stay here in the booth and think about life for a little bit before okay, I come out. Okay, that's a good idea. I'm going to come time. into the booth with you, Miller. Stop. <laughs> all right. Miller. You all go. Right, well, I'd like to thank everybody for coming. Thanks to our studio audience. Thank you for listening. Thanks for putting up with our schedule lately. We know it's been crazy, but you know the rumors are incorrect. We are not giving up the show. We're just slowing down. We're just looking for a fucking cocksucking sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> we'll take any fucking cocksucking sponsor. Why are right. they running away from us, Carl? <laughs> All right. We'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.